What's up? This is Daily Shmay number 193. I'm pretty sure. Um, I thought I would pod while I craft. I'm doing a um, commission for Lydia the Wax and Vax pants on um, Thrifted Sweats. Uh, yeah, custom one of one. Okay, very exclusive. So those will be the noises for today. It's not kitchen noises. I'm switching it up. Anyways, um, the topic of today is attached, no, okay, it's the difference between liking something and wanting something, and one of the best explanations I got of this was from a book called Aware. Oh my gosh, I'll have to put the author in the description, because I can't remember, but he basically said, he did, he changed the word attachment, so, but anyways he basically said that liking something is knowing that you enjoy it and wanting something or desiring is an attachment so um to me that's like like my example for myself that like always is very stark for me personally is that you know i think in some ways i can seem really cold when it comes to like love or relationships or like flirting or any type of male attention <laughs> um but I'm not in fact cold like innately it's not that I don't like those things in fact I consider myself to be very romantic and lovey um however I I like those feelings I like to be in love and I like to be in a relationship and you know like I like to enjoy that feeling but I think the power, or maybe not power, but the perspective is that I believe that that feeling is available to me no matter what, at any time, forever. That's just how I was, that's what I got from my upbringing is that my parents' relationship was like, okay, boom, I don't care what like other people are talking about. Love is real. I'm gonna end up like with somebody and we gonna stay together and I don't have to worry about anything because this thing is possible I don't know so anyways like I believe that it's accessible to me like I I will not have to worry about being alone when I'm lonely I'm just not lonely at the moment <laughs> um, not just because I can have that feeling with another person, but because I can recreate that feeling very easily. Um, I like love, but I do not need to be in love at all times. It doesn't validate my romanticism. It doesn't validate my ability to have it or the, you know, the quantity of it in space and society. It's just, I believe it exists abundantly and I deserve it no matter what happens like it's it's I've already accepted it as a part of my reality so I don't I don't worry about it existing I mean sometimes everyone does but you know so um attachment you know on the other hand would be almost like a form of codependency like you know the whole um Eckhart like pain body idea it's like this ego lack this fear where you know you think that possessions will fulfill something but if you think that possessions will fulfill something or confirm something 
or experience it. Having an experience, wanting something means you want to have it. So I'm saying possessing the thing, whether it's a feeling or an item, um, will fulfill something, will ease something, will fix something, which would mean that you feel like something's broken, something is missing, something is wrong, or that you are not whole. So um, if you think the good feeling from the outside is going to fix or completely complete you, that would be a desire and that would make not having the thing very painful. Um, and that would also create an expectation for when you have the thing of like it being the thing that solves all your problems and that's not really how that goes. So um, with me saying that you think that you're unfulfilled or not whole if you have desires and wants, um, I think, oh shit, um, I'm gonna pause, let's see, yeah, we'll pause. Okay, I thought that there was gonna be, um, some noises, but there wasn't, so, um, back to where I think I was, which was like, I'm not judging someone that feels, like, the desire to be in love, like, that's so human. Um, and there's a lot of examples of, that would make people feel that there's a scarcity of this thing or like, you know, you know, like if you haven't been present in your relationships or you haven't had a serious relationship or whatever the fuck, whatever, I'm not even going to like speculate on all the ways this got, but point being, I'm not, I'm not saying, <clears throat> pardon me, that, you know, ooh, you think you're not whole and I do, no. I am not perfect, I am definitely not perfect, and I'm definitely not a perfect person in relationships or love, no, no. Um, but another facet I think that allows for joy rather than desire is I don't think that my current state is indicative of my potential as a person in love or um my character or or my deservedness i definitely don't think that you know um and that allows me to have grace for myself for not having a thing so i don't have you know what i mean i feel like desire or any type of like egoic pain um attachment right comes from like a self-judgment um that pleasurable thing not only is pleasurable and will fix me, but there's a judgment of like, I don't have it right now. What's wrong with me? You know, that type of thing. So, um, what did I write here? Oh yeah, so I don't think that the current state I'm in is the whole of my identity. And the example I wrote down was like, we don't see kids struggle to spell and think, yeah, that little motherfucker is doomed. <laughs> like we have um, grace and faith and the general expectation that no matter what reading level they achieve, um, if reading is a part of their path, or spelling, what was I talking about spelling, um, that they will improve if that's what they want to do and that they receive training for that. So um, to me, I just know that whenever I am in love, whenever I do want to be in a relationship with someone else, whenever I am open to getting to know people in a bare, like in a, in a way that I'm looking for love, um, I want to be present right I want to be able to be present and then I also trust that I will be willing to learn um, I think a lot of people create more um, tension in their lives by 
not realizing that we're not always in a good learning space, okay? <laughs> um, so if you're gonna get the lesson regardless, which that's how I feel like life comes, okay? It's an experience. Um, if you don't anticipate what mindset you need to be in in order to even enjoy the thing, like it's, 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 it's just not reality. Like you're not even preparing to enjoy it when you get it. That's, that's the thing about desire in a way that is like an ego attachment. So let's see, this is my ending. I'm gonna end here, try not to talk forever. Um, okay, so the words that I wrote down originally when I was thinking about this was enjoyment forward slash like versus attachment forward slash want. Um, so joy, the root of enjoyment, um, is something that is always around. In my opinion, it is what I think we're usually trying to say when we describe happiness. Um, it is like irrespective, is that the right word? It doesn't depend on your circumstances. Nothing has to happen um, in order for you to access joy. It is fully available. It's almost, um, someone said, what is that book called? Um, Solve for Happy by Mo something. Again, I'll have to put it in the description. He talked about how happiness, again, I'm saying joy, but he's saying happiness is the absence of sadness it is which would mean it's the natural state you know what i'm saying it is how we're programmed unless something's happening so babies are naturally happy until they're sick or hungry or you know what i'm saying like they have a lack okay suddenly i have a need i need it fulfilled i'm gonna be unhappy i'm gonna be fussy i'm gonna you know what i mean we, we learn how to do that because we need to survive and that's like dope 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 love it love babies for that they never question whether they deserve all the things <laughs> um so with that being said if the natural state is happiness and in my interpretation the natural state is joy um it doesn't you can love things from afar you can love life even when your life is shit um and i think that that If we're programmed away, right, if happiness is our default state, if you can wrap your head around that, that would likely mean, especially since we are very holistic beings and we're finally ready to accept that, um, we are optimal in our performance and our function. Um, we've been set up for success if we can always tap into our homeostasis. That's what our body is trying to do all the time. Um, that is often why we crave stability right it, it creates an environment that can allow us to perform optimally which we all have a natural desire to do it's not just capitalism um i think it fuels it of course <laughs> like dying not being able to afford food like that sucks so we don't want that and we act out of that thing but humans also naturally try and grow and learn that's the thing so ow i really think i might have pulled something this is terrible okay <laughs> complains all right this is the end, I promise. Um, what I write down? I'm just gonna read what I wrote because I don't have time for this. I do have time for this. I'm not trying to make you feel unimportant. Phone, <laughs> phone people. Um, I said, when someone mentions a food you like, do you feel a sadness that you don't know when you're gonna have it again or you miss it or, you know, that kind of feeling of like, damn, that food is not here right now. That Like, I want it. Do you feel that? thing that is like it's colored in love like it has a label that says like oh I like this 
but there's a sadness that you don't have it in front of you. Um, and this is why I like music because I almost feel like you can slip into a feeling, um, especially if your you know imagination is open to it and you're available for that. You can you can slip into a whole entire feeling, such as love, like being in love, and then slip out. It's like a pool, you know. It's literally just tapping in and tapping out, and I think that that is so cool. Um, that's also why I like aesthetically pleasing things that's why I like to control the aesthetics of my environment and self um obviously that's a control thing so there's some there's some healing that needs to be done there um and overcompensation damn I really fucked my okay I think I might have fucked up the traps guys okay um but basically this is something I've known about myself that like I enjoy curating my space to help me tap into feelings you know I want when I sit down to like watch something I think this is very common too when I sit down to watch something I want all the snacks lined up and like everything's at the proper temperature boom 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 I don't got shit else to do the lights are off do do like I love to be cozy like archetypal settings like I'm into that um because it's almost like acting you know it helps me be whatever character my sitcom of life is asking me to be or whatever would be appropriate so um those are things that i know about myself of how i work that's not saying this is natural human nature that everyone cares about their stuff like my little brother does not care what his room looks like okay that's maybe not true but like you know what i'm saying like we have different priorities in terms of i know that if i clean if i lived in his room and i cleaned it super much I know I would feel better I can't guarantee he would feel better that might not be how he works um, but that's definitely how I work and you know let's see um when I uh, the other piece that I I think this topic reminds me of about myself is that when I don't know when things will change or will knife will get better or I don't know what to do um sure I may pacify myself with once and you know treat yourself and ice cream and you know I indulge right because I'm gonna feel that feeling still and I'm I just I'm choosing to be maybe not immature is the word but I'm choosing to indulge um, but then hopefully optimally if I want to move past it eventually or through it um, I choose at that point to improve in some area of my life basically like to study or to prepare for the optimal outcome of my future so um like if uh what was the example i've used before like kind of how like if you take care of your car when you have like the hoopty um because you know if you, in the future you really want a nice car and you want to be able to keep that nice car clean like it's like that preparation piece is something i can use to stay in the present because if I focus too much on not knowing anything about the future I'm gonna miss out on improving myself in the present taking advantage of this time and I might miss out on the clues um that come from life <laughs> when it's trying to help us figure out where to go next so um I think that uh it also means challenging myself when I don't know what's going on doing challenges like tackling things I avoid so phone calls um cleaning my room you know 
mindfulness, like meditation, getting back into some sort of practice is usually a thing. I'm a Virgo North Node, so routine. Um, but I think that mindfulness practices um, are... I suppose, oh, okay, so mindfulness and humility. So present, like being present and being humble are two of the most elusive and like tight things to practice um, because you can never get it right. It's a, it's like a stream. It's like a, a frequency, right? So it's literally just like harmonizing and you can sometimes harmonize and then you practice to har be in harmony like more often than not. But if you overthink about what they are, you're not in it. And I think that that is um, one of the best things to draw yourself back to is some sort of thing that can't end. So personal development, um, mindfulness, education, uh, acceptance, healing, like though anything that is an enduring process, I don't know why for a mortal being that would be so soothing or, um, have such a good impact on us and maybe that comes down to the whole spiritual being having a human experience thing where um we're connecting to the infinite part of ourselves i don't know i don't know about that but that's an idea possible but that sort of whatever our body it's what our body is doing that's why i love fractality and like the um anything by nasim uh Haramine? 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 i don't know um but because I believe that this world is so fractal and that's been true for me and that's helped me what are all like all the things I admire what do they do okay my body like the human body is really fucking cool right what is it doing attempting homeostasis <laughs> at all times that's what it's on it is coping the body just be coping do you hear me um everything is just like sustained life sustained life you know, and we give it all the, like, you know, the environment, but also our actions give it all the stimulus to react to. So, um, same with ourselves. And that's kind of where, um, back to the original topic of like liking versus wanting something. Um, if you have objective love for something, which I think can be the like thing, uh, you don't have to be swayed by it all the way if you feel lacking um this is something that i think who explained this really well dr Martini. so look that guy up he has a lot of good stuff on this but um it's like objective love which is a lot of what we think god is right except like full acceptance like radical acceptance um appreciation for the things you like versus needing them around you um that seems like the way to get homeostasis um and still have a personality uh that seems like honesty and authenticity that seems like what babies would do you know like oh i enjoy that thing no actually babies be really greedy i don't know i don't know where they get that i don't know i don't know but I think that's it. Hopefully that makes sense. I just feel like this is really long, isn't it? Let's see. Yep. <clears throat> Ew, gross noise. I didn't mean to do that mouth noise. I just kind of... It was like an oh shucks moment. 
Anyways, whatever. Bye.